Welcome to Sattva Himalayan Wisdom. In this podcast, Anand explores the supreme advice offered by Patanjali in Pada 1, Sutra 33. From his interpretation, this is that. He encourages us to cultivate these four expressions of love, friendliness, compassion, reverence, and indifference, and says that in order to enrich our energetic field, we must be aware of what we give our attention to. Namaste, everybody. One of the great uh, teachings coming to us from the Yoga Vedantic tradition is definitely the Yoga Sutra of Patanjali. And I was reading through the sutras once again, and uh, this sutra jumped out to me. This sutra is in Pada 1, verse 33. I think it's a very much a sutra for these times that we are living in. A supreme advice given to us by Patanjali. Here Patanjali shares with us the four fundamental attitudes that we must adopt when dealing with different people in our life as we interact with. Patanjali refers to these four attitudes as he calls them Maitri, Karuna, Mudita, and Opekshanaha. Maitri means friendliness, Karuna means compassion. Mudita means reverence. And Upekshanaha means indifference. So it advises us to have these four attitudes when we are dealing with people in different stages of their evolution. He says that through the cultivation of friendliness, compassion, reverence and indifference, there is a deeper progression on the path of yoga, the path of unity. He advises us to have friendliness towards the joyous, compassion towards those in pain, reverence towards those who are wise, and indifference towards the wicked. Patanjali brings to the attention of the sadhaka these four ways of relating and urges them and urges us to cultivate these four qualities, these four expressions of love, four expressions of how we relate with people we encounter. When Patanjali says friendliness towards the joyous, Patanjali is not saying that we have to keep looking for people who are happy. What he's really suggesting is that we cultivate this inner insight that we really see and surround ourselves with people who are also genuinely interested in progression, genuinely interested in growth within themselves. For naturally, people who are growing within themselves, truly, are going to gain access to a certain 
inner contentment to inner joy for the nature essential nature of self is joy you see the nature of awareness is that whatever we expose our awareness to most consistently we start to become that whatever we give our attention to most consistently we start to absorb that whoever we are around we start to absorb that whoever are the people we most consistently surround ourselves with whoever we give most consistently our attention to we will start to pick on their qualities and so this is a important thing here patanjali says that that we surround ourselves or rather we give our attention to those who are genuinely interested in growth and one of the markers that he says is that there will be a radiant joy arising from them in spite of what is going on in the relative field of reality there's this inner calmness that is there and when we allow ourselves to be surrounded by such beings patanjali says we start to absorb the energetic field that we constantly surround ourselves with whenever we have the opportunity we should be mindful of all the company we keep and at least have certain individuals in our lives who have a shared intention of growth and cultivate meaningful connections with them that shared intention of growth is naturally going to create an environment which is of joy here patanjali refers to joy not as pleasure which is fleeting and based on a certain theatrical setting but rather a state of consciousness which is able to access that inner dimension of joy this inner dimension of joy when accessed naturally radiates outward when an individual's happiness is not based on any particular circumstance for happiness based on circumstance cannot have the power of radiance for circumstances change and if we find only joy from the circumstances then when the circumstances change we are left with a state of joylessness so here that joy that patanjali referring to is the ability to locate that inner dimension of joy which is free from circumstantial fluctuations which is not fleeting it is not fragile in these times where people are isolated a lot of people are still not able to travel so the community doesn't naturally just so the people you surround yourself with doesn't just necessarily mean people in your immediate surrounding but also who you connect with who we give attention to using the technological tools that are available to us so patanjali advises us to be aware of really who we are surrounding ourselves with for joy generates joy people who are dedicated to growing within themselves who are using their limited time on this planet to access a deeper dimension of wisdom within themselves are organizing their life around love will naturally irrespective of what the circumstance is will have a deeper inner joy and when that's who we are surrounding ourselves with and that's really who we are counting as our friends then it truly supports us in our journey the second attitude that patanjali shares with us is 
karuna. Karuna is loving kindness. Karuna is uh, compassion. So Patanjali says, says that uh, after advising us that to surround ourselves with people who are consciously devoting themselves to to growth, to evolve, to live a life of meaning, a life of greater love and greater harmony, because that commitment will naturally create a greater capacity for joy within us. And when we are vibrating in a higher vibration, when we are really living from that place of greater sense of purpose, greater sense of meaning, greater sense of joy, greater sense of connection, we naturally have a greater ability to be compassionate, to be able to be loving and kind for those who are suffering, for who might be experiencing challenge, for who might be experiencing pain. Here when we encounter pain in the world or pain of life, it does not generate resentment, fear or aggression in us. When we have access that inner joy and when we come out in the relative world and we see the the relative pain or suffering or the challenges that are present in the world, then the natural response which comes from the awakened heart is that of karuna loving-kindness, compassion. But it is important to realize that to have access to loving-kindness, to be able to live a life of compassion, there has to be an inner access to that inner reservoir of joy, that inner connection. Because in the absence of that inner connection, that inner strength, when we encounter pain of relative life, we succumb to it. We get heavy within ourselves. So that is why Patanjali first says, friendliness with joy, not just joyous people, but with joy. And then, once you have access, as you are accessing that joy, naturally that will increase your capacity to be loving and kind to all those who are experiencing pain or struggling, to see if there is any need that you can fulfill through your presence, through your actions. That allows us to cultivate the practice of loving kindness, every day in our life. And when we can choose consciously to embody the loving kindness, Karuna Bhava, as Patanjali calls it, our life becomes much better. This world becomes much better. So compassion towards those who are suffering, who are in pain. Because it's important here to know this distinction. Patanjali says, friendliness to the joy and compassion to the suffering, to those in pain. Because this is an important distinction that Patanjali makes, because when we are speaking, when he speaks of metreya, friendliness, he's really asking us to become like that. You know, when you are friends with someone, you absorb, there is no, no boundary, you start to, you are much more permeable and you are absorbing. But here, in the second attitude that Patanjali asks us, that of karuna, to those who are suffering, so you know that there is pain there, there is suffering there. But you are able to also still maintain that joyous presence. And only in that way you can be more of service. Otherwise, you become part of the pain body and are not able to make any positive change. 
Maybe you get sucked into the resentment or blame or victimization. But when you are able to have that access to that radiant joy, and then you meet pain intimately, then naturally you serve, fulfilling whatever the need of the hour is without any aggression, without any resentment, without any blame. The third quality that Patanjali, the third attitude rather that Patanjali asks us, advises us to adapt is mudita bhava. Mudita means reverence. Reverence towards the wise, he says. Patanjali uses the word intentionally, of course. Here he's not talking about friendliness. Here he's not talking about compassion, which he has spoken in the second suggestion. Here he's talking about reverence. Reverence towards the wise, celebrating the wisdom. In this life, wisdom is our greatest ally. For all the problems in life, ultimately, are problems of misunderstanding. Life itself ceases to be a problem when the light of wisdom goes on within us. It's like the superimposition of the idea of the snake on the rope. When you are in a this great exam, Vedic example, when you are in a dark room and you see a rope, and due to the lack of light, the whole idea of a snake is imposed upon the rope. And there is great stress generated by seeing that snake in the room. And everybody in the room gets very stressed out about this presence of a snake in the room. And then the light of wisdom goes on and you realize that it is not a snake, it is a rope. So what has happened here is not an improvement in the earlier situation. The earlier situation has totally been dismantled as based on a false perception, false cognition. One has not reached to that state of deep ease through progressive thought, but one has reached that by introduction of a whole new element, the element of light. And this is what Patanjali is speaking to, reverence to the wise, reverence to wisdom. For in, within each and every one of us is the wise one. And when we encounter the wise with deep receptivity, instead of resentment, res instead of resistance to that inner voice of wisdom, that voice of light, when we approach that with uh, great uh, reverence, we are much more receptive to it. And as we allow ourselves to be in a deep state of receptivity, we find the wisdom penetrates us. It gets enlivened in us. So Patanjali advises as reverence towards the wise. For me in my life, this attitude has been of great ally for me, growing up with my master and having the great privilege to travel with him through the Himalayas and be in the presence of different yogis from all over India who used to travel through Rishikesh and Upper Himalayas at this time. To be in that presence and to really adapt just this state of reverence, of silence, and just be open 
to what was being shared as they were talking amongst themselves and i was just there silently present just absorptive totally observing i found that when i had that state what i absorbed what i listened what i heard really sank very deep in me and it has been a great source of strength great source of clarity throughout my journey this attitude of being so attentive and present without any resistance you see the lower mind has a resistance to the wisdom within and without you know that yourself many a times you have had this dialogue within your own head where there you seem to hear this lower voice which seems to say to do some action or a behavior which is destructive and then you hear this soft whisper which is of the voice of wisdom a softer whisper which says maybe not maybe you need to do this instead and if we don't have this clear distinction which patanjali says reverence towards the wisdom when we know that that we have to have a reverence towards the wisdom then we become much more receptive to that voice of sanity within us instead of the voice of destruction this is within and without this plays out in our lives if we are reverence towards have that attitude of receptivity towards the wisdom attitude of receptivity to that content to that knowledge which will which is elevating then our life will be much much better instead of absorbing that which is destructive in its value in its expression and the fourth attitude that patanjali says building on this is apekshana apekshana meaning indifference indifference towards those who are blinded by ignorance and acting in a dense manner indifference here is not apathy indifference really here patanjali is speaking to remember this is the yoga sutra the patanjali has been speaking to the great importance of mastering our attention so this sutra is really about attention you see for what we give attention to will grow attention is the supreme currency of life we spend this life through our attention whoever we are giving attention to will start to gain a certain importance in our lives so here patanjali says indifference towards the wicked so what is really speaking to is really mastering our attention and that's really what meditation does for us huh? meditation helps us to master our attention and if anybody in this life has not mastered their attention then they are forever enslaved by their mind and the relative reality for it is only through the mastering of attention can we learn to channel our energy in the direction which is productive in the direction which is healing in a direction which is progressive for us if our attention is not under our control then it is owned by the relative reality it is owned owned by the toxicity of the world and as we know that the nature of the lower mind it has a negative bias an untrained mind has a tendency to get fixated on negativity negative memories form much easier than positive memories even on a anatomical level people absorb negative experiences they leave a negative impact the negative experiences leave a deeper impact so on the lower mind 
you see even the content of the thought the involuntary thought for most people is mostly negative so here patanjali is really speaking to harnessing our attention to be able to go beyond the toxicity that is generated through the lower mind it is toxicity within us and also the toxicity that shows up in our relative reality you cannot solve the problem from the same level of thinking that created it you cannot defeat your op- opposition from the same level of consciousness that your opposition is maintaining so patanjali first asks us advises us to have indifference towards the wicked meaning give attention to that which you want to grow here is not apathy not ignoring but indifference knowing that it's there but you are choosing to give attention to that which really matters even though the toxicity might show up in your environment or in your thought but you're choosing consciously to divert your attention because you realize the sacredness of your life you realize how precious this life is you realize how short your time our time as this body on this planet is so you want to utilize it for living a life of purpose and meaning of harmony of love and so patanjali asks this great attitude the fourth attitude indifference towards the wicked remember mind you he has already said compassion before compassion those who are struggling friendliness towards those who are joyous who are dedicating their life to grow within themselves reverence towards the wise and the fourth attitude indifference especially in these times where there seem to be so much unstressing people use the technological platforms to really unstress and can use the uh, uh, online platforms as loudspeakers to spread their own unfinished business their own agenda whether it is media corporations or individuals or small group of individuals so patanjali's advice is indifference is a brilliant insight for if we stop feeding it attention stop feeding the toxicity attention and rather we are giving attention to progressive behavior progressive action in ourselves and aligning ourselves with the joyous the ones dedicated to growth and we are serving through the act through cultivating compassion and we are learning through wisdom then naturally we gain greater and greater strength where the energy vampires who might be around you trying to suck energy or the people who might be attacking you cannot penetrate your consciousness cannot penetrate your energetic field and as you gain that live with that these attitudes naturally you develop more and more strength and so if you need to respond then ultimately you respond and you respond to any negativity in a very clear precise and comprehensive manner if that's the need of the hour but that's not a reaction you respond to it from a clear place so as we cultivate that energy of indifference but this is not a passive indifference that patanjali says remind uh, be let's be mindful of that he's talking about a very active practice it's not some passive ignoring but it is 
a conscious practice of channeling our energy, our resources to making this love, making this world a better place, making our lives better, making lives of the people around us better. So these four attitudes. Maitreya. Karuna. Mudita. And Apekshana. Maitreya. Friendliness. Karuna. Loving kindness. Compassion. Mudita. Reverence and apekshanaha, indifference. As the in India we say, the elephant walks and the dogs bark. So elephant goes to the river. And as a young kid, I had the privilege to watch that in life. And uh, living in Lakshmanjula at that time. There were no cars, and it was mostly forest behind our house. And uh, in the summertime, often the elephant from the forest, because there would be shortage of water, they would come down to the Ganga to drink water, which was just in front of my house. So on many occasions, I saw the elephant from the forest come to the Ganga to drink water. And as the elephant would come, he would walk. And in India, we have also a lot of street dogs. And when the elephant would come, the dogs would get really hyper and they would start barking. But the elephant, I was amazed at how the calm the elephant was. He just never bothered. And he walked all the way to the river, drank his water, swam, and then turned back. So that's a great inaction of this teaching. Mm -hmm. embodiment of this teaching is like Ganesha, the elephant. So embody these practices. Experiment with them and see how it works out for you. It has definitely served us on our journey. This uh, four attitudes of Patanjali are very much in use in our Himalayan Yogavedantic tradition and the Himalayan masters. Friendliness towards the joyous, towards those who are growing and genuinely interested in love. Compassion towards those who are in pain, who are suffering. Reverence towards the wise within and without and indifference towards the wicked. Aryam Tatsat. You've been listening to Sattva Himalayan Wisdom. For further teachings, remember to subscribe, like, Comment and share.